0: Relevant Radio is listener supported radio. Give from the heart. Give from the heart.
1: To the radio station that supports you heart and soul.
0: This is the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart.
2: Wake up, America. It's Wednesday, February 8th. Good morning, family. Welcome to another edition of Morning Air. Thanks so much for joining us as we continue with, uh, can you believe it, day three of our Give from the Heart Winter Pledge Drive. I'm John Morales, along with Glenn Leverens and our studio producer, Sarah Tafoya. It is great to be with you uh, this morning. Once again, I want to start the day by just saying thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all your support. Uh, the last two days, in fact, uh, during a Morning Air Rewind, uh, your response has been outstanding. Uh, we really need your help. We're about 28% of our goal uh, as we speak. Uh, at noon today, we're going to be at the midway uh, point of our pledge drive, but we still have a ways to go to reach our $3 million goal by Friday, 5 p.m. Central, but I have great faith in every single one of you. You guys have always come through. Our Relevant Radio family is absolutely amazing. That's why we live by faith and not by sight. I have total confidence uh, in our listeners, Uh, but we do need your help here this morning. We're looking for 50 people, just 50 brothers and sisters in Christ to step up to the plate and give from the heart during this uh, 6 a.m. Central hour, uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time here. Uh, All you got to do is Go to the RelevantRadio.com uh, website. You can do- donate super easily there. Also on the Relevant Radio app, it's even easier there. Or give us a call the old-fashioned way: eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. So please open your heart and give from the heart. This is all about the heart all week long. That's what Jesus wants. He wants our heart. As uh, we uh, let me just share with you a a, a reason to give from the heart. Uh, let's honor. Uh, our Lady of Lourdes, this upcoming feast uh, this uh, this weekend, our Blessed Mother Mary uh, and her intercession in your life. If, you're blessed, if the Blessed Mother means something to you, please open your heart and help us out here this morning. On Wednesdays, I always also take a moment to remind you to pray to St. Joseph, the husband of our Blessed Mother Mary and the foster father of Jesus. He is a powerful intercessor, so go to Joseph. First things first, we always begin every hour in prayer, especially here during this Pledge Drive week. We begin with the powerful memorari prayer, invoking the intercession of the Mother of God, our Blessed Mother Mary, to help us with our Pledge Drive and for an end to abortion in our nation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Our Lady of Guadalupe, patroness of the Americas, patroness of the unborn, and patroness of Relevant Radio, pray for us. St. Joseph, patron of the Universal Church, pray for us. St. John Paul II, co-patron of Relevant Radio, pray for us. And we always invoke the Holy Spirit when we pray, come Holy Spirit, come. Jesus, I trust in you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. As we always do, I want to bring in our Morning Air team, Glenn and Sarah. Noon uh, will be at the halfway point, but we have a ways to go, guys.
1: Yeah, we certainly do. Noon will be halfway over to uh, we're wrapping things up by 5 o'clock Friday afternoon in that $3 million need, but we're not close to halfway there yet as far as uh, the funding that we need. Again, the number is 877 291 You can reach us online at relevantradio.com or on the mobile app as well, as we continue to work hard to raise the money to keep relevant Radio rolling strong for three more months this week. Things go on in the world. Meanwhile, the State of the Union address delivered by President Biden last night in front of a joint session of Congress. He focused on his administration's economic plans, his infrastructure bill. He claimed he wanted to restore unity and work with Congress in a bipartisan manner. Republicans took issue with several parts of the speech, including the claim that Republicans aim to cut Medicare and Social Security. They took issue with that. The response given by Arkansas Governor and former presidential spokesperson Sarah Sanders, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she delivered the rebuttal, calling for a new generation of Republican leadership and describing the choice between Democrats and Republicans as a choice between normal or crazy. Elsewhere, John, sad news out of Turkey and Syria as that death toll continues to climb. More than 11,000 people now Confirmed dead in Turkey and Syria, many more still stranded and stuck under rubble. We had a story yesterday of a baby being born to a woman who was stuck under the rubble. The mom did not make it, the baby did. Uh, Just some amazing and tragic stories.
2: Just so sad. Uh, We have to continue to pray for all of those suffering people there in in Turkey and Syria. Meanwhile, um, in the NBA, history was made last night in Los Angeles, as heard on TNT. Looking
1: for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in
3: history.
2: What a great moment for the King, LeBron James. And he did it with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on hand, who held the record. And it's appropriate that he did it with a fadeaway jump shot, MJ style, Michael Jordan style.
1: Yeah, uh, LeBron very happy. He finally got the job done. Uh, Thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of something I've always dreamed about. And um, I would never... A million years uh dreamt this even
2: better than what it is tonight it really and, was a... uh,
1: ironically they lost last night with uh, <laughs> he got 38 points uh <laughs> but uh, uh i tell you as far as kareem abdul jabbar i've been around so long i had his basketball card when he was lou Alcinder you know, for the bucks back oh, before he changed his name. But, <laughs> yeah. i
2: remember those days uh, what what a great moment uh, in nba history and uh well, it was a big celebration. They stopped the game for about 10 minutes uh, with so many of the stars on hand. So, uh, our congrats to LeBron. Uh, Thanks again, uh, Glenn and Sarah, as always. Uh, We're going to take a a short break. When Morning Air continues, Monsignor James Shea, the president of the University of Mary, will join us to continue his new Prime Matters series. And we're going to talk about why God wants his world back. Stay with us. There's much more to come here on this Wednesday edition of Morning Air. After a word from Relevant Radio CEO, Father Rocky.
0: This is Morning Air. Morning Air. Your home for faith faith. Fun and news in the morning.
3: Give a, little bit, give a little bit of your love to me.
0: And welcome
2: back to Morning Air regular programming as we continue with day three of our relevant radio gift from the Heart me. winner Pledge Drive. I'm John Morales along uh, with Glenn and Sarah. Thanks so much for tuning in on this Wednesday morning. Really do appreciate it. Thanks so much for your support of our mission of bringing Christ to the world through the media. We cannot do it without you. You, our relevant radio family that are listening this morning, I just want to just say how much I appreciate every one of you, and uh, we need you. We we really need you, and we need you especially here uh, this morning. Uh, we're coming up on the midway point of our pledge drive. Now, our power scripture from the playbook of life uh, this morning is extremely relevant. It's from Matthew 621. Jesus the Lord says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. What is your treasure and what do you value the most? Your heart is connected to what you value the most. Our Lord Jesus Christ is our ultimate treasure. He is our hope. There is nothing, nothing more important than our faith in Christ. Our Lord wants all of your heart. And so we always pray with great confidence that prayer the Divine Mercy Chaplet that our good friend Drew Mariani prays with our listeners every afternoon. Jesus, I trust in you. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at morning air show and uh, you can always send us an email directly morning air at relevant radio.com. now this morning we're going to continue with uh, the new university of mary prime matters series which seeks to help shape and form the minds of the catholic faithful uh, to better see and engage the world from an authentic catholic worldview today we're going to talk about why god wants his world back Joining us live uh, this morning is Monsignor James Shea, the president of the University of Mary and a regular contributor to Morning Air and Relevant Radio. To learn much more about the University of Mary, visit ComeToMary.life. Good morning, Monsignor Shea. Thanks so much uh, for joining us uh, this morning. It is great to be with you once again, especially here on day three, the almost the midway point of our pledge drive.
3: Hey, John, I'm always happy to be with you and very grateful for the ministry of Relevant Radio, how important it is for the church.
2: Well, Monsignor Shea, uh, first of all, from uh, the perspective of a longtime uh, Relevant Radio uh, contributor, uh, why should our listeners support this mission of Relevant Radio, of bringing Christ to the world through the media?
3: Yeah, there are so many reasons, John, but I'd, I'd start with a couple. First, evangelization. I've heard the stories of so many people through the years they're they're in a traffic jam, or they're on their way to see their parents in a car, or they're sitting at home, and they're listening to Relevant Radio, and they hear the gospel in a beautiful and meaningful way, preached with sort of good cheer and great information on Relevant Radio, and it changes their heart. And so I think that Catholic Radio, and Relevant Radio in particular, does just an amazing job of evangelization. The other thing that Relevant Radio does which is so worth all of our support is that it unites the Catholic world. In the world in which we live we really need to stick together, to hang together and think of all the amazing Catholic Apostolates that Relevant Radio supports and informs people about. I can't tell you how many students here on our campus at the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota are here because they heard of us on Relevant Radio. And we're not the only Catholic Apostolate who benefits from all the information that you get out about all the great things that are happening in our church. And so it's just amazing, the work of evangelization, the work of uniting the Catholic world, and of course the spiritual impact that Relevant Radio has on each of our hearts and minds. And so it's just such a great, great ministry. I'm so proud to be a part of Relevant Radio.
2: Well, Monsignor, we so much appreciate your contributions uh, on a regular basis. Uh, You you always uh, bring charity and clarity uh, to uh, an authentic Catholic perspective, and it's a a great reminder what you just said. We are one body of Christ. We need to stick together and work together. Uh, Thank you again for everything that you do uh, for Relevant Radio, Monsignor.
3: Well, charity and clarity, that's why I love Relevant Radio, because the tone— that you set for the way that we understand the world in which we live and the ardor and joy that we're meant to live, to bring to our lives with Christ, that's something which is central to Relevant Radio and to everything that happens. It changes so many lives.
2: Well, we're going to continue here our Prime Matters series, uh, outstanding series by the University of Mary. And uh, today we're going to talk uh, about a conversation that you had with someone that I know really well from my days back uh, when I worked at Fox in Detroit, Father John Ricardo. He is an outstanding, outstanding Catholic priest. Uh, he is a prolific uh, preacher and a writer, and he's done a lot, and he's, he's spoken a lot about uh, renewal, uh, especially uh, Parish Life Renewal. Um, Can you talk about uh, this uh, conversation that you had with uh, Father John Ricardo and some of the insights uh, that uh, you learned?
3: Yeah, so Father John Ricardo, as you know if you know him, is just full of joy and full of life. And uh, he's the head of this ministry, Acts 29. God wants his world back. And the idea is that there are 28 chapters in the book of Acts, of course, and then we're writing, or we're in the midst of the 29th chapter right now, and he talks about how, how so many people in the church have never truly heard about the gospel. This is another reason why our support for Relevant Radio is so important, because the gospel needs to be preached, not just in church on Sunday, but all the time. But he says in, in the church we often use words like redemption and holiness and prayer and grace, and we take for granted that people have a deep understanding of what these words really mean and how it impacts their lives but the reality is that many people haven't truly heard the gospel so we need to make sure that when we're preaching it we're preaching it as it really and truly is in our parishes and in everything that we do and so when we're those of us working in the church have to ask ourselves in the work that i'm doing am i truly preaching the gospel all of it or am i assuming somebody else is doing that but even for those who don't work in the church this is a challenging question Each of us has to ask ourselves, have I truly encountered the gospel? Do I truly view the world with Christian eyes? So that was sort of the foundation for the conversation that Father Ricardo and I had on Prime Matters.
2: Well, Monsignor Shea, uh, Father Ricardo makes a somewhat interesting claim that I actually mentioned to my wife last night, and uh, uh, it's, it's uh, super interesting. Uh, he blames the lectionary for the fact that many Catholics uh, don't know Scripture. What, what is your take, Monsignor?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah his point, John, is that um, the lectionary was designed for Catholics who already know the Bible— And so the mass readings aren't arranged to give you a basic scriptural education. They're arranged assuming you already have that, and they're there to remind you of God's plan for salvation as you make your way through the year. But because so many people haven't heard the gospel, because the gospel narrative, because its epic power, its strength, the way that all the stories in the scriptures hold together to show and to reveal God's tremendous plan for salvation, because that actually isn't clear to people, because it's, it's, it's uh, no longer in the subconscious, because we're living in a post Christian culture, that's an assumption. So what Father Ricardo did when he made this realization is he asked his archbishop, he said, Archbishop, can I have 10 weeks where I'm not going to preach from the lectionary? I'm just going to tell the whole story, the great epic narrative of salvation. And I want my people to understand what's at the basis of, of the best and greatest story ever told that's actually also a true story. And if I can do that, then when we go back to the lectionary, back to the lectionary cycle, so of course he always read the proper readings, but then the preaching would be a continuing series, and he said it transformed lives and hearts. And so that's why he says that the majority of Catholics aren't being fed because the lectionary assumes that they already know what they don't really know deep in their bones.
2: It reminds me, Monsignor, of Jeff Cavins and the great adventure uh, that gives you the big picture so you understand the big uh, uh, 36,000 mile perspective of uh, what uh, God's uh, salvation history is all about.
3: Well, and consider how hungry people are for that, John. It's just really amazing because um, think of, uh, so Jeff Cavins, of course, was a collaborator with uh, Father Mike Schmitz, In the Bible in a Year podcast, which for, I think, the last two years has debuted in the year as the most popular podcast in the whole world. And so people are deeply, deeply wanting to know that. We put something up on Prime Matters as well called the Christian Mythic Narrative, which is, it's it's a, a series in which we tell the whole story of salvation in little seven minute segments sort of in a podcast form and what we try and do is 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 capture how salvation is an epic drama how how the work of god in the world is always full of adventure always full of surprise it's never this dull drama that we think that we've heard before it needs to be refreshed all the time and so yeah that's that's i think a tremendous insight from my conversation with father ricardo
2: Uh, Monsignor Shea, uh, another thing that he talked about uh, was prayer. Uh, uh, He made a, a distinction between diagnostic prayer and strategic prayer in parish life. Actually, I've never heard of those terms, Monsignor.
3: Well, yeah, he said that when we pray, we should pray with great intention. And if we look carefully about how Jesus teaches his disciples to pray, we can make a distinction between diagnostic prayer and strategic prayer. What's diagnostic prayer? That's when we're praying with the mindset of a physician. And we're asking God, Lord, where are we most sick? What's the biggest wound in my heart, or my family, or my parish? That's a diagnostic prayer. Strategic prayer is when we take on the mindset of a general. Lord, show us the territory you want to liberate. Give us our marching orders. Now, obviously, these two approaches go hand in hand. But the idea is that by doing this, will allow Christ to direct us so that we can pursue his will with laser focus. I thought it was a tremendous insight, and so I was just really grateful to him for it.
2: Well, Monsignor Shea, I so much appreciate your uh, perspective as always. Thanks so much uh, for, for being with us this morning.
3: Tremendous to be with you, especially as all of our listeners rally around this tremendous apostolate of relevant radio let's get let's get this pledge drive to its apex of support
2: thank you so much monsignor james shea the president of the university of mary to learn much more about the university of mary visit come to mary.life we're going to take a short break we'll be right back
1: this is the relevant radio winter pledge drive
0: give from the heart
1: give from the heart
2: And uh, welcome back to Morning Air on this Wednesday morning. I'm John Morales, along with Glenn and Sarah, as we continue with Day 3 of our Give from the Heart Winter Pledge Drive. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. And now it's time to bring Rome to home, as we do every Wednesday at this time for the latest news from the Vatican. We go live uh, to the Eternal City and our Rome correspondent, Ashley Nerona. Ashley and her husband, John, founded the Truth and Beauty Project in Rome, where they take people from knowing their faith to setting their hearts on fire. Yes, that is their hearts, with talks, tours, and spiritual direction, all centered on Scripture, art, and beauty. They even have a special track to evangelize young adults. You can visit truthandbeautyproject.com to find out much more on how you can Make your life a masterpiece in one week with John and Ashley if you can make it to Rome. Good morning, buongiorno, Ashley. Thanks so much for joining us once again from beautiful Bella Roma. Great to be with you here uh, at the midway point of our winter pledge drive
0: hello John Buongiorno and it is always a treat to be able to chat with you during the pledge drive because it's such a, a special time for those who who love relevant radio and have gained so much from the ministry and the services that relevant radio offer to uh, to be able to show their gratitude and, and I am so grateful and so I appreciate the chance to be here
2: Well Ashley I, I want to say thank you uh, to you for everything that you do week in and week out uh, you've been such a long time. A contributor uh, to Morning Air and even to, to the network, occasionally appearing even on the afternoon on my buddy Drew's show. Really appreciate everything that you do and all the reporting that you do. Uh, I really, really enjoyed and uh, so much appreciated uh, your recent reporting on Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI's uh, historic funeral. Uh, your reporting was outstanding. Uh, it's a perspective that you're not going to get uh, on the mainstream media. Authentically, a Catholic point of view, and that's one of the myriad of reasons of why our listeners should support a Relevant Radio. So, again, grazie.
0: Oh, thank you, John. Thank you so much. You know, for I'll have to say that for me personally, uh, for me to imagine— each week, the chance to reach out into people's hearts and homes and share with them the heart of the church and what happens here. I know that many people have had the chance to come to Rome and many people haven't and may not have that chance. But my goal is to give that Rome experience to help everyone know what it's like to be in the heart of our church, to share in the riches of the treasures of the church that we all have been given. So it's um it is a real gift to be able to offer that each week.
2: Well, you, you do a great job at it. You do bring that Rome experience. That's why we call it bringing Rome to home here. Uh, every. Oh, Wednesday. I
0: see. I thought it, I, I thought you did that because it rhymed, John. No, okay, perfect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's actually a little of both. And you know what? I, there you go. I, I don't know if you remember, but that is actually uh, a theme that started all the way back in the very beginning when we first started Relevant okay. Radio, uh, bringing Rome to home. We wanted to be plugged in with the HQ, the headquarters of our Catholic faith, That's and right. uh, we've been doing it ever since, and, and, and most recently, uh, thanks uh, to you. Um, mm. Let's talk about the Holy Father. Pope Francis uh, can yes. you share with us uh, what his uh, focus was uh, at his Wednesday papal audience uh, this morning
0: yes so Pope Francis of course just freshly back from his trip to the continent of Africa he visited the Democratic Republic of Congo and as well as the as well as South Sudan um, now this of course was his 40th apostolic visit that he's made abroad. It's his fifth trip to Africa. So the Congo and Sudan marked his 59th and 60th countries that he has visited since the start of his pontificate. And today he spoke about how much the trip meant to him. He started by expressing gratitude For all of those who made the trip possible, mentioning that the trip was a a long-time desire of his heart. Now, his first stop was the Congo, and there his words focused on themes of anti-violence against poverty and exploitation that's happening there. In fact, he called the Congo a land that's rich in resources but bloodied by war. And today, at the public audience, he he recalled that time that he spent in the Congo. He, He recalled it very fondly, especially his time with youth, with catechists, with priests and deacons and religious, also with consecrated men and women and seminarians. And then... After the Congo, his next stop was South Sudan, and he called the time there a pilgrimage of peace. Now, he traveled there with the Archbishop of Canterbury, so that's Justin Welby, as well as the moderator general of the Church of Scotland, so the Green Shields. And Archbishop Welby said that, the ecumenical presence was so key because it's very important to remind everyone that it is normal for the church to work as one. That was his quote. And the trip to the South Sudan was thought to be the culmination of of a journey that had actually begun Many years ago, when Pope Francis in 2019 met with South Sudanese authorities, he asked them at that time to make a commitment to overcome the conflict in their country and to build peace. He kissed the feet of those authorities. And the Pope pointed out during his visit there that The country has about 11 million inhabitants, and 2 million are internally displaced. About another 2 million have fled to neighboring countries. So he wanted to meet a a large group of these internally displaced people. He wanted to hear what they had to say and express the closeness of the church to them. So he recalled today also the the words— that he spoke there about the continent of Africa, saying enough for those exploiting Africa, enough, and urging people to operate with dignity and mutual respect in the name of Christ and in the hope of Christ. And he asked everyone at the audience to pray that the Democratic Republic of Congo in South Sudan and all of Africa would be places where the seeds of the kingdom of love, justice, and peace may germinate, John.
2: The Holy Father also uh, spoke about uh, the devastating earthquake um, that has hit uh, Turkey and Syria in recent uh, days. Uh, I want to talk about that, but first we need to take a really brief, uh, short time out. Uh, We're going to take a a short break as we continue our conversation with our Rome correspondent, Ashley Narona. Stay with us. There's much more to come on the other side after this miracle moment. Changing
1: lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another Relevant Radio
0: miracle moment.
3: Hey, what's your prayer
0: take? Well, I have to say that uh, before I found Relevant Radio, I was actually a pagan and now for two years, I've been listening and I appreciate everything that you've done for me.
2: God my bless you.
0: Request, thank you. I, I just started getting my daughter in Catholic school. She's five oh. years old oh. and <laughs> yeah, so cool. And my yeah. prayer request is, is uh, pretty simple. I've been raising her on my own since she was an infant, and uh, we want to pray that her mother, Emily, can, um, uh, sorry, it's kind of emotional. That's that right.
2: she can uh, get, off, get off drugs and uh, come back to God, and, and, and my daughter
0: can have a mom one day. Mm.
3: We're all going to pray for that. Mm-hmm. We're going to pray for that with our whole heart. You bet we are. Touch a heart and change a soul by making a donation to Relevant Radio today.
0: Bringing Rome to home. This is Morning Air on Relevant Radio.
2: And welcome back to to Morning Air here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm John Morales. Thanks uh, for joining us as uh, we uh, continue our uh, regular Wednesday conversation of bringing Rome to home uh, with our Rome correspondent, Ashley Noronha. Uh, Ashley, before the break, uh, we were talking about the Holy Father's uh, papal audience. Uh, He also talked about uh, the devastating earthquake that has just uh, hit uh, Turkey and Syria just in the last few days. Uh, Around 11,000 people uh, have perished and uh, tens of thousands injured. Uh, What was the the, the, uh, message of the Holy Father?
0: Well, today at the audience, John, the Holy Father asked all of those presents and, of course, all of those following the audience to together pray that these brothers and sisters can move forward from this tragedy. He he also asked everyone to pray specifically that Our Lady would protect them, and he led those present in praying the Hail Mary, specifically for the victims, for the strength of the rescue squad and those providing assistance. And he said that he was, of course, deeply saddened to learn of the huge loss of life. And he prayed, he he wanted to express his closeness to the people who have been victimized by this uh, and all those who are are suffering. And And he especially thanked everyone who's working to bring assistance and encouragement to them. And he especially called for solidarity to assist these people. And he prayed that emergency personnel would be sustained as they are caring for the injured and, of course, doing ongoing relief various efforts. Uh, He prayed also that they would receive the divine gifts of fortitude and perseverance. Now, in addition, Pope Francis sent two separate telegrams. Uh, They were signed on his behalf by the Vatican Secretary of State, that's Cardinal Perolin, and he offered words of condolences and that was through the Apostolic Nuncios in Turkey and in Syria. And as well, in addition to this, Italy has also sent a mission ship with various supplies, and they are setting up a field hospital right now. And uh, this is as Pope Francis specifically prayed for the long suffering Syrian people and prayed for a renewed sign of spiritual solidarity at this moment, John.
2: Well, all people of faith, uh, people of goodwill, we all need to unite ourselves to the prayers of the Holy Father. Uh, There is uh, so much suffering, so much need uh, from uh, those people in Turkey and Syria. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, on a lighter note, uh, there's uh, some very colorful Italian (laughs) Carnivali celebrations uh, going on.
0: Yes. Yes, Carnavale is in huge, full swing, we could say here, as everybody is, of course, preparing for what well, we say, Martedì di Grasso. Fat Tuesday, of course, that's where the word Mardi Gras comes from, the day before Ash Wednesday. So, in preparation, since that is just around the corner, Two weeks celebrations from today. are, yes, exactly. So, celebrating is going on strong here. Now, probably everybody knows the famous carnival in Venice, where, of course, in the grand canals and across those bridges and squares, there are all kinds of spectacular water parades, there's floats, and the famous masked balls and the night parades. Now, But there are other cities that are also very famous for their Carnavale celebrations. In fact, in Villarejo, which is in the Cinque Terre area, some people may know that area, they have a special tradition that goes back to 1873. And on their seafront, they do weekly parades with gigantic floats with enormous paper mache caricatures. And they're meant to be poking fun at celebrities, people in the news, politicians, etc. And then over in Acerale in Sicily, they have a wonderful parade on land also uh, using paper mache for their floats, but they make floats of beautiful flowers right there in the Baroque center of that charming little town. And then there's the town of Ivrea, Ivrea, and this is in the northern Piedmont region. And um, they have, well, John, the best way to describe it is a huge food fight to celebrate Carnivale. So in the last few days of Carnivale, what they do is they recreate an historical event that happened in their little town. The story goes that in the Middle Ages, there was a a tyrannical overlord who attempted to rape a local woman on her wedding night. And the, the legend goes that she reacted by beheading him and a rebellion was sparked. So what happens is that every year during Carnivale, they recreate this scene, but they do it, they recreate the rebellion, but they do it with oranges. So what they do is uh, there are people carrying huge bags of oranges that run around on foot, and they represent the regular people, and they fight against the, those who are carrying oranges and carriages, which are who are representing the tyrannical overlords. So it's basically just a big excuse for a food fight. But as always, the Italians do these things with lots of flair.
2: I am just uh, hysterically <laughs> laughing inside. That is sounds, sounds like a scene out of a, a Hollywood movie, a food fight. <laughs> I wish we had the sound effect, uh, Sarah. Anyway, <laughs> um, the uh, Feast of St. Agatha, yet another uh, very interesting Mm -hmm. celebration, the way the Italians do
0: it. Exactly. She's the patroness of Catania, Italy, down in Sicily. And so there's been a a huge celebration going on there these past few days. Uh, Of course, there's certain sweets that are baked. Uh, They've create a certain kind of cookie. It's an almond pastry. It's colored green. It's covered in sugar. And it's actually made to to be shaped in the form of her breasts, because as part of her martyrdom, uh, her breasts were cut off. And so in the meantime, they have a beautiful silver bust of St. Agatha, and they carry it through the town in a great big procession, uh, in a carriage, actually. And then at one point, Um, Men who they dress in black pants and white shirts, and they carry white handkerchiefs, they take it off of the carriage, and they don't just carry it, they run it into the main piazza. And of course, this is a very, very heavy, full silver piece, so it's quite something to see, all while everyone is waving their handkerchiefs, shouting, long live Saint Anita.
2: I love it. Uh, you do such a great job of really painting the picture, bringing us that color, uh, along with the reporting from everything that that is happening uh, in Rome. Thanks so much, uh, Ashley, oh, as you, always. Really appreciate uh, all of your contributions.
0: It is a joy, and many thanks to our listeners for making it possible. God bless you.
2: Grazie, grazie. Ashley Nerona, our Rome correspondent who joins us every Wednesday from the Eternal City. You can listen to her reports on the Relevant Radio app. Just go to Relevant in Rome. And now it's time for yet another episode of Glenn's Story
1: Our story today comes from a radio friend of mine, John Engen. The story is called Forgetting My Pain. Went to the doctor today to see if he could help relieve the pain of this migraine that attacked me. I was sitting on the edge of the waiting room, and a man walked in who looked as though he hadn't seen a shower in ages. He was shivering and shaking. He didn't check in with the desk nurse, so I encouraged him to do so. He told me that he was just there to get warm and would be leaving before they threw him out. I asked him if he had a place to go. He said No. I asked, when was the last time he ate? Tuesday, he said. Do you have a bed to sleep in tonight, I asked. No, he said he'd been sleeping under a shed that was heated so he could stay warm. We'll be 14 below tonight in the Twin Cities. I have a bed, a warm home, plenty of food. It amazed me how quickly the pain of a migraine can be set aside when held in contrast with one who's really has nothing. Thank you to Subway for the gentle words, it's on us when we went to get him food. Thank you to the generous church who wishes to remain in the shadows of praise, but the light of service who gave him a bed for the next days and more food for both his heart and body. Thank you most of all to Bill for walking into that clinic and sitting down next to me. It was an honor to meet you. Hebrews 13.2 Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware.
2: As always, thanks so much. Glenn coming up next hour here on Morning Air. Father Richard Rocha, the chaplain of the Kansas City Chiefs, will talk football and faith, as well as his perspective on the upcoming Super Bowl 57 this Sunday. Plus, our personal success coach, Dave Duran, will be with us to talk about the most destructive things to do in a conversation or during a conflict. Stay with us. There is much more to come on Morning Air next hour as we continue with our gift from the heart fall uh, not gift from the heart but uh, as we continue with our uh, gift from the heart winter pledge drive I should say here